Hey everyone, welcome to Entrepreneurship by Design with Dr. C. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline, and thank you so much for joining us today. Entrepreneurship looks different for everyone. How and why we start our business, challenges that occur, pivots we have to make, success we achieve, all while life is happening. That's why I love sharing these inspiring entrepreneurs with you and shed light that there is enough room for everyone to succeed and thrive, even if you're in the same industry. I'm so glad you're here today because I have such a beautiful soul with me, Louisa. Louisa empowers service-based women entrepreneurs to activate thriving businesses so they can make the money they desire and impact millions. She helps them gain mindset, motion set, business structure, and leadership skills to accelerate to six figures with ease. She's been an entrepreneur for over 25 years. She's a growth mindset and business coach, an international speaker, published author, and has founded over 10 businesses globally so far. And thank you so much for being here today, Louisa. It's such an honor to have you. And I would love for you to really just dive into your journey, how you got here today, and then we'll go a little bit deeper. Hi, Caroline. Thanks for having me. Hi, Ola. <laughs> Such a pleasure to be here. So the day that we are recording, this is my birthday. So yes. today is a special day for me. <laughs> Very special. Yes. So um, I guess you would like to know where I come from, where I am and where I'm going. <laughs> yes. Uh, today I'm turning 54. So it has been a long journey, especially because exactly half of it, 27 years ago I started my journey as an entrepreneur and um, I'm originally from Italy. Uh, I live uh, uh, on an island uh, in the Mediterranean Sea and uh, I have lived abroad uh, in different ways uh, in Europe and uh, so uh, I have founded uh, more than 10 businesses so far globally so uh, from very different uh, um, the very different industries uh, from real estate uh, to uh, uh, hospitality to um, music production uh, to the coaching industry, different kind of, uh, of uh, niches uh, in the coaching industry. So uh, it has been a really an exciting journey. And uh, um, what 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 excites what excites me the most uh, is that. Uh, um, Every time that I talk to someone, uh, uh, you know, uh, I had so many experiences that I can always relate to anything that they can tell me. Because at the end of the day, when you are an entrepreneur, you you know, you, you have patterns, uh, you have habits, you have cycles uh, in the entrepreneurial experience itself. And yeah. so it is so easy to relate uh, to other people's story. And also... Mm, to help them uh, and when I when I'm not able to help them uh, uh, because it might not be my best uh, uh, talent or gift uh, of course I have a very extensive network of people I can uh, refer them to and I'm super happy to do that uh, yeah Yes. And I love that you have such a diverse background too because it's not just one business that you started you started over 10 or 10 yeah yeah incredible. over 10 yeah and that's just amazing too. And I'm so curious because I know it didn't just start overnight, but what was that initial drive to even start your first business? I wanted to spend uh, uh, as much time as possible with my daughter, basically. Uh, she's 27 years old, uh, 26 actually. And uh, when I started my entrepreneurial journey, I was uh, uh, pregnant. 
and uh, I wanted to spend the time with her as much as I could. Mm-hmm. And so um, I have always been a very hard worker and very dedicated. Uh, and so I knew that uh, if I uh, was uh, keep going with uh, the uh, the kind of rhythm that I was having uh, in the corporate world, uh, Mm, I would have regret <laughs> something in the future. And I prefer to risk something than regret something. And so I think that this is also part of an entrepreneurial mindset. <laughs> it absolutely is. And I love that you were able to be there for your daughter. And because a lot of people yeah. in corporate, it can be really challenging, just the stories I've heard and being able yeah. to create a life that you can create your own design. And when you started your business, what were those initial steps that you took to start that first business? And what was that first business that you started? It was in the uh, music production industry. Mm -hmm. And uh, the reason why it was that was because uh, my um, now Mm -hmm. ex-husband, who was my ex-husband and uh, uh, who is the father of my daughter, was a music publisher. I'm saying was because... uh, then he changed his career as well and so um he's still alive (laughs) as far as I know he's still alive (laughs) um, and so we wanted to uh to create something a little bit different than uh, the classical uh, music publishing company that he had and so we created that is a a very um I would say one of a kind uh, business uh, that was uh, uh, a way to connect uh, musicians uh, and singers uh, to the major uh, publishing companies uh, mm-hmm. because we had a lot of network on one side, a lot of network on the other side. And so we created this company and it was an absolute mess and it was an absolute <laughs> failure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Three years of hell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> And you survived, though. <laughs> you survived. I did. I did survive, and I learned a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure. And what did you learn in those three years? Because that's a lot of just like I know you said you already had a network on different sides and like working with your now ex-husband. But what was that process like when you were starting to build it? Like it felt messy, but what did that really look like? Because I were I was re- personally I can, I can just tell you what what was going on for me not not for for him right. um, actually uh, it was him and my sister in law so we were the three of us yeah. and uh, the point is that uh, I had n- not at all uh, the awareness of what I was doing it was just uh, um, I was very very naive very very naive to the point that I didn't realize what I was going through. And that I I didn't uh, um, I didn't understood that I had uh, uh, responsibilities uh, um, as a business owner, and uh, so uh, the point is that uh, I we didn't ask for help. We didn't know we could ask for help, and uh, uh, the culture that we were coming from uh, was not supportive uh, in in. Mm, in respect of, of that. So um, we had a huge network of publishing companies. We had a, a huge network of musicians and singers, but uh, what we didn't have was a mentor, was someone telling us the same question that you are asking me. 
So what are the steps uh, that you should take uh, in order to succeed, in order to uh, get things done? So we had no, no clue, absolutely no clue of what, of what we were doing. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah. So because I think a lot of, I know for me personally, I had no idea what I was doing when I started my first business almost six years ago now, but with everything that you had endured and started, and then I know you've had so many businesses since, what did that look like after the music business? How long did that last? How, like, what were, what'd you do next? The first one lasted uh, three years Mm -hmm. and then uh, we closed it. Uh, when when we ran out of money, we closed it. <laughs> it was that simple. <laughs> it was that simple. Yeah. Uh, so we we did that, uh, and uh, um, then uh, I paused for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, um, I I I I took um, one year off, and. Uh, yeah, I was, um, you know, I was mourning because uh, it for me, it was really kind of, um, yeah, yeah, kind of um, something similar to grief, I would say. Yeah. Uh, the death of, you know, uh, a living entity. And um, I was really feeling also the sorrow of this business for not having been able to communicate with us. And I'm, I'm speaking this kind of language that, that I, non, I don't know if your audience uh, uh, is familiar with, because uh, uh, today I uh, help my clients to speak to their businesses, to talk to their businesses, to co-create with their businesses, to consider the business part of their um, family, part of their network, part of, of their you know community. So as if it was uh, uh, what it actually is, uh, a living entity, that it is, of course, also a legal entity, but it is also an energetically living entity. And it gives you a lot of hints and a lot of tips. And it really can communicate with you if you know how to communicate and how to listen to it and what kind of powerful questions uh, uh, ask uh, the business. So uh, I had, of course, no clue about all of those things. But um, again, uh, I I wanted to take uh, one year off uh, and I wanted to uh, go back to myself uh, and to listen to myself uh, and to understand better uh, what was uh, something that I had close to my heart uh, and that I wanted to go for. And uh, and so I did. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you brought something up because I know it was the three years that you were building that business and that was, you had left your corporate job, you were pregnant. And then once you had your daughter too, how did that all like go into the mix of building your business while having a newborn and then eventually a toddler in that whole process? What was that like for you? Yeah, I had to say that I uh, probably I am I'm a very resourceful person, but I don't know if it is just that. Uh, I know that when I am uh, um, in an environment uh, where uh, I have certain kind of things uh, set up uh, in terms of values, uh, for instance, uh, such as uh, the possibility to express myself fully, the possibility to work uh, um, uh, whenever I want uh, and how long I want uh, and uh, uh, yeah, and with whom I want, uh, uh, then uh, I can really thrive uh, uh, in terms of um, creativity, in terms of performance, in terms of productivity. And so, I wasn't a perfect environment uh, in order to be able to 
to give the best in terms of what what I could do and in in relationship to what I what I knew that I could do. Of course, all the other things that I didn't know <laughs> were the part <laughs> where the um the that the the failure came in. Yeah. Mm. And so I appreciate you sharing that too, because I think it is being resourceful. I'm not a parent yet myself, but just hearing from so many mompreneurs and people that are in that phase of motherhood and building their business of young children in particular, because that can be really challenging just hearing from what it's like to be a parent, which I don't know yet. So (laughs) it might also be that my daughter was, was really cooperative I don't know I mean my experience uh, as a parent has been such a blessing so I I can't say that I had any kind of challenge uh, never in any kind of phase of her you know uh, growing up Uh, just one small thing that uh, I mean it was not of course something that uh, uh, that was um, I mean, how can I say that? So basically, um, when she was 14 years old, um, her father, uh, we were already separated and also divorced. He was remarried and she chose to move uh, uh, with him to Dominican Republic because he wanted to move there to have a different kind of entrepreneurial experience and also of lifestyle. And, uh, uh, and that was the only thing that broke my heart. The fact that she moved us so far away, we are talking about uh, uh, almost uh, 14 years ago. So the communi- kind of you know uh, natural communication that we have uh, with Zoom uh, or with uh, all uh, other you know kind of platform that we use today, especially after COVID, was not even a thing. So we were talking to each other maybe once every two weeks uh, uh, on uh, Skype, the, the the connection was not so good, it was not so fast. Yeah. So, um, and then uh, speaking from my, uh, let's say, um, from the human side and not from the business side of me, uh, I was so scared that I could lose my um, uh, being a mom, basically. Uh, I could lose uh, the fact that I could not uh, give her my presence uh, and be there for her. I mean, she she was in good hands because uh, she was with uh, the stepmom. But this, and and even if again, even if she was in good hands, uh, uh, she was with another mom. She was not with me, <laughs> and uh, um, and she suffered a lot for that. Uh, but she, it was her choice, and so I totally wanted to respect that. And I'm also mentioning that because this was one of the few things uh, that after that uh, first business that w- that went uh, uh, in that way, uh, that was one of the few things uh, that really um, stopped me for a while uh, because of the pain that I was feeling. I couldn't concentrate on my business. Uh, and again, uh, if there I, I took a few months off because uh, I really couldn't, I couldn't concentrate. I was so, so uh, in grief again. And uh, so <laughs> this is another part of the story, just to, yeah, to give you the, the, the whole picture. So I didn't have any kind of a, a challenge in, um, 
bringing her up. Uh, I just had this um, thing uh, that happened uh, and that uh, I wanted to respect fully, uh, even if it was so painful for me. And then later on, we found out it was painful for her as well. Even if the situation was amazing because she learned a lot, she has an amazing experience abroad. But then, uh, yeah, that was painful. (laughs) Well, I appreciate you sharing that because I'm sure that's going to resonate with people listening as well of just how grief looks a little different for everybody, but also how things can be so painful, but giving yourself that time and space to heal because I don't think it ever like goes away. You just learn how to cope better with that pain. And I, I really do appreciate you being so vulnerable and transparent of your experience because I do think it's a huge part of your story, but being able to understand too, where the motivation comes from, where the things that you've been able to build and build upon as well, because I know you really work with women entrepreneurs in particular and just being able to serve, help them with their service-based businesses and grow that. But I think family, like what you were saying earlier too, how you talk to your business. And that really ties into those relationships that we create and we have and the powerful relationship with your daughter and being able to really have that communication. And now communication technology wise has gotten much better over the years, but it was a little different 14 years ago or so. I remember Mm -hmm. Skype and dial up and all the (laughs) other things that we've had to endure. (laughs) We've come a long way. Oh. Well, so fast. <laughs> now everything is so fast and so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes, absolutely. And with building your businesses and everything that has occurred, I'm curious because once you started getting into, I know you mentioned real estate and other types of businesses. What did that look like after, I'd say like 14 years ago till now? Like what, what were those steps you took to start building more businesses? How did you go about that? Because I mean, that's such an amazing accomplishment, but what, what happened in between that? Yeah, what happened is that, so basically uh, 20 years ago, I started uh, um, working in the coaching industry and I started as a nutrition coach, nutrition and life coach. And then uh, um, after a few years, I moved uh, in the, uh, again, in the corporate world, but from, you know, from an outsider point of view. So I was the one <laughs> serving them. And uh, uh, I have worked with uh, Fortune 500 companies. I have worked with big organizations uh, and uh, uh, pharmaceutical companies, bank banks, uh, um, a lot of different companies, uh, the fashion industry, uh, yeah, a lot of them, uh, consulting companies, uh, and so on and so forth. And uh, uh, what happened there is that um, I learned. Uh, so uh, I, I went through a, a, a short phase where I was a, a freelancer more than, I mean, I had I had a company, so technically I was still an entrepreneur, but actually I was, you know, I was wor- uh, almost working as a freelancer. So the kind of uh, service that I was uh, um, giving my clients was more of a, of a freelance. And uh, uh, at a certain point, I realized that uh, I couldn't do uh, all by myself. And so I needed to to ask for help. And so I started to look around. Uh, and the first thing that I, uh, that I chose to do was not to have an assistant uh, because the kind of work that I was doing uh, um, uh, was something that I could, uh, I could deal with. But um, I had too many clients. Uh, and so I needed to have someone else uh, who could help me with the delivery. 
And, uh, and so I duplicated myself to some extent, if I can say so. Uh, so I, I started working with other colleagues. Uh, and so uh, we had a, a, yeah, um, a, very, a very interesting uh, and growing company and, uh, um, that was based uh, in the UK. And uh, so it was not, uh, not in Italy. And so, uh, and so we grew, we grew, and it was, that was a really amazing. And then of course we had assistance and so on and so forth. So uh, what I learned uh, um, very early um, was that I needed help and, and not just because of the sake of having help, uh, because of course you can't do uh, all the things by yourself, but also because uh, uh, working with a team for me is a huge thing. It, it's an amazing gift. Uh, and I love so much uh, to uh, be able to, uh, you know, to co-create. And this is the second time that I pronounce this, <laughs> this word, uh, this word. And uh, so I really like to co-create with people uh, and uh, um, to have a shared leadership. Mm-hmm. So um, I think that this is something that uh, every entrepreneur should keep uh, keep in mind when uh, they wanted to to scale no matter where they are uh, the first thing that they should think about uh, is uh, um, how they wanted to uh, create a business model that can scale because actually you can just scale basically in two ways you can scale because you duplicate yourself uh, and so there are other people who do the same things that you do uh, the other option is that uh, you have, uh, you know, uh, an online business, for instance, uh, and, and, and then you, you, you deliver things uh, uh, with online courses. Uh, and uh, so you have um, the technology that delivers for you. But especially if you are, if you are a service-based entrepreneur, uh, you absolutely need uh, to think uh, at the very early stage of your business, uh, how you envision your success. Otherwise, uh, uh, it is like, you know, um, it is like uh, not having a vision uh, and so just hoping that the next step uh, is the one that takes you where, mm-hmm. where. <laughs> so <laughs> this, is, this, is, this is the point, you know. So I remember that uh, when I was learning how to drive the car, mm-hmm. my fiancé told me that uh, I had to look far, not too far, but I had to look enough far Mm-hmm. Uh, so that uh, n- not just where the, the car was, you know, where uh, was ending, but far. <laughs> otherwise, <laughs> otherwise it was very dangerous because uh, I could crash uh, against uh, everything. And he was noticing that I was, you, you know, just uh, I, I just wanted to to know. I was curious where the car was was ending, but <laughs> it was yeah. not the point. And so this is a good metaphor, in my opinion, uh, to to use because uh, uh, when we are being, building a business, uh, we are we can be scared of all the things, and this is perfectly fine. I really wanted to you know to normalize uh, ca- being scared uh, and having fears because they are just an amazing fuel for uh, uh, become even more resourceful uh, to grow, to understand things better, and to make powerful choices. So welcome to fear, welcome to being scared. Um, the point is that uh, um, if we just rely on our uh, on being scared and not and and having fears and so on and so forth, uh, we we can just do one step at a time uh, and not having the vision. What we should do is to create the vision that also also um, 
implies uh, the lifestyle that we want to live. This is very, very important because it happens uh, a lot of times uh, that I work uh, with uh, business owners uh, who are already who, who already have uh, um, who are already uh, earning multiple six figures, uh, and they are in such uh, a frustration and uh, disappointment and um, dissatisfaction because their lifestyle. Uh, is awful. They couldn't envision uh, being in, having such a huge uh, success financially and business-wise, uh, and being such a mess uh, with a lifestyle. So I think that we are, before being uh, entrepreneurs, we are human beings. So we should have a life before having a business. Okay, and the business should be a consequence. Hopefully, also an amazing consequence. Uh, a gorgeous consequence of who we are as human beings. So as human beings, we should have a project, a life project. So this is the first thing that we want to have. First, a life project, then a business project, if we want to have one. And third, we should surrender to the day by day and do the first step. And then the second step after the first one, and then the third after the second, and so on and so forth. But having a compelling vision, uh, it's an amazing thing because it really, you know, works uh, as a, a magnet. It really pulls you. And when you are the creator of your vision, uh, of course, uh, it, your future you is the one who is pulling you. <laughs> Does it make sense? Yes, no, perfectly, perfectly. And I just love how you really captured that vision. And I was really following too, starting with the car example, like being able to see ahead. And I just could visualize that as well. And I, I love what you said about the component of being able to create your life first as like the first entity, then your business, because you're right. So many people that I've encountered where the health is, in question is because they haven't really been taking care of their health and their lifestyle because they've been so focused on building their business. But I think it's that entity of being able to take it one step at a time to continue to build like what you were mentioning, because it can be so overwhelming and then fear can set in and doubt can set in. He's like, well, I can't do this. In reality, it's just, you've taken on too much. It's looking at, okay, what do I need to do right now? That's going to propel the business forward, but I'm also not neglecting my whole lifestyle as well. Absolutely. 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 And you mentioned uh, health uh, and I actually have a chronic illness uh, and uh, Mm -hmm. other kind of, you know, things that I have to keep, Keep in mind, uh, every time I make a choice, uh, for instance, I am dyslexic. Uh, so my chronic illness is fibromyalgia. So uh, there are days where I am on the sofa and there are days uh, where I can afford everything with my energy. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, But I learned uh, how to, uh, to live with that. Uh, and uh, mm-hmm. hopefully uh, with the techniques that I have used for years that are energy techniques, uh, I have been able to, you know, to have a lifestyle again that... Uh, that uh, allows me to live uh, uh, happily and uh, in a fulfilled way. Uh, and um, yeah, so uh, you also have to keep into account uh, uh, your uh, uh, 
I would say your borders, because at the end of the day, uh, things that we could have like, you know, uh, chronic illnesses or other illnesses that come in, in the way are uh, borders, are borders, uh, and, you know, that, that you that you have to, to deal with. And uh, yeah, there are information borders, whatever we want to call them. And so, again, we were talking about communication earlier, and uh, um, we have to be mindful of what kind of communication is going on with us and things that happen in our life and also in our business that again, is part of our life and not the other way around. <laughs> yes. yes. And I would love for you to speak more to that because I had never heard it in the way you mentioned it too, like speaking to your business and that communication factor. I think that's something that I, I'm intrigued by it, but how do you go about that? What does that look like for people that are starting out or even in the midst of their business? Yeah, absolutely. This is something that applies to anyone. Mm -hmm. uh, I have started this uh, when I was working with uh, uh, CEOs uh, and leaders uh, um, in corporations, uh, and and uh, what I what I've noticed is that uh, uh, they had you know amazing skills, uh, uh, especially mm -hmm. technical skills. Uh, but in terms of leadership, uh, uh, and that was what I was helping with because I have been a, a leadership coach for fifteen years. So what I was helping uh, them, uh, I was helping them with leadership and um, and also with communication. That is, I mean, the main thing that uh, leadership is about. It's basically communication. Right. And so um, they were basically communicating in a way that was not affecting, uh, that, that was not effective with their teams, and that was one of the reasons they were were not performing enough well, or they were not uh having um you know enough um flexibility or creativity or emotional intelligence whatever the skill they needed to uh, to develop was so um what happened uh, uh was that i realized that then uh, when we are entrepreneurs especially when we have a small business um, we might not have that huge team. Sometimes we just might have one or two people in, uh, on our team. And that could be enough even if you have a, a multi-million dollar company. So I have I have friends uh, and I have clients uh, who have companies uh, uh, who makes the million, uh, who make, uh, that make the millions and uh, they do not have a huge team, okay? And, um, and so uh, the point is that uh, we forget uh, that the business is part of the team. And that, that, that's one of the things that we should remember. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you are familiar that in the, U, in the um, UK culture, you make tea and you use uh, also one, one a teaspoon for each person. And then you add one teaspoon for the teapot. <laughs> Oh. It is exactly the same thing with the business. You have to remember mm. that the business is part of the team, you know, so you are, you also have to nurture the business, not just yeah. the team members and not just you. So we want, uh, I come from a systemic um, mindset. So this means that I, I see patterns and systems everywhere mm -hmm. I, I look. Uh, so this means that uh, for me, uh, the system, again, is an entity, as, as an entity has its own um, uh, ways ways of doing things, uh, its own targets, its own goals, uh, its own hidden agendas, its own uh, um, wishes. Uh, uh, it, it it is so so amazing when you start talking uh, to the business, 
And, and how you do that, uh, you were asking me, asking questions. You ask specific questions. And uh, uh, for instance, one of the, uh, of the questions that I ask uh, frequently to my business uh, is uh, um, business, uh, uh, what can I do for you today? This is a very simple question, mm-hmm. but this is a question that um, first uh, lowers uh, the uh, amount of um, ego that I can put into the business. Okay, I'm here and I do whatever. You know, no, sometimes you all, you also have to to listen to <laughs> to signals, you know. Okay, uh, and to also to interpret messages. So um, there are. Uh, some powerful questions that you can ask the business. Uh, it depends what kind of challenge you are going through in that moment. Mm-hmm. And so you craft uh, the, the question in a way that is really powerful. And uh, uh, it also, um, you know, uh, this, th- those powerful questions also um, allow the, the mind to follow the question uh, and look for an answer to the question because at the end of the day I, I am I, I probably I didn't say what uh, what what I am but anyway <laughs> I am I am a growth mindset and business coach so <laughs> the point here is that uh, uh, when when I work uh, yeah of course we can do strategy but if we do not have the mindset uh, mm-hmm. we can go to bed or we can go to the beach <laughs> I, I live close to the beach so and and do nothing because if we do not have the mindset, it, we do not really have any any anything. So uh, the point here is that to give the mindset um, uh, things to think about that we want our mindset to think about. So one of the specific um, ways of working of the mindset is that of the mind, more of the mindset uh, is that uh, uh, the mind is always looking for answers, always looking for answers. And this is the reason why we are always looking for answers. So we are doing that uh, every time we are not in ourselves. When we are in our mind, uh, we are looking for answers. But the point here is that we need to ask questions, not looking for answers. So when we ask powerful questions, uh, are the answers uh, come to us uh, or the events come to us, the opportunities come to us. And so we can say yes, or we can say no, because we have the vision and we have the values and we know, you know, we we know what to choose at that point. Mm -hmm. And if we do not know what to choose, then we ask a question. So it it is that simple. Once you know how it works, it is very, very easy to do. Yes, this is so cool because I just even coming from like a marriage and family therapy background of the systems, looking at things as a system, I definitely can relate to that and being able to ask the questions because you're right. The mind will want answers. And I know I've been there every once in a while, maybe more sometimes than not in certain areas and certain obstacles that I have to face. But I I love that you really focus in on the mindset and growth because that's where I think shifts can happen and changes can happen when we're asking those questions versus like thinking all these things. And like you said, you could either go to the beach or go somewhere else and not really be focused in. But once we ask those powerful questions, the answers start to come because we're asking the right questions that are right for us in that moment. And of course, the more powerful the question the more you will feel more settled and going back into yourself because that's where I think everything does happen. We have all the answers within, but then we start thinking and it just goes on this tangent sometimes. And we're like, got to bring it back and understand of where that energy is going to be going. Yeah, exactly. And uh, speaking of uh, of energy, 
the question itself uh, has an energy of breaking a pattern, okay? So every time we are going in circles uh, and we are, you know, like the dog biting its own tail, uh, tail uh, then uh, um, it's, it's so simple. We just need to ask ourselves a powerful question that could just be, uh, what is it? If you ask, if you are going around and you ask yourself, what is it? you immediately stop the, the pattern. You immediately break uh, what is going on. Uh, this interruption gives you the space and time to become present and uh, again, get the position of the observer and so not be caught up in you know, emotions or overthinking or all the things that at the end of the day really uh, um, drain our energy so much. Mm -hmm. Now you're spot on with the energy piece because it's breaking that pattern because when you're able to put a halt on it of understanding that, what is it? It's something so simple, but so powerful. It doesn't have to be this complex question, but just really getting to the meat of it. Okay. What is it? And stopping yourself in those tracks. (laughs) And (laughs) I'm so curious because I know you've done so many things, but in particular, we were talking earlier before we started recording about your digital course. And I would love to hear more about that and everyone else to hear. Yeah, yeah. So I have um, an amazing community on Facebook that is called the Wealthier Women Entrepreneurs. And uh, um, before uh, leading this community, I had other, other communities and so on and so forth. Uh, and so uh, I like very much to um, to have a closer um, a closer relationship with people who are you know gravitating uh, in my world. And uh, because uh, um, I am here to serve, and so I really would like to know what the what I can help people with, and not the other way around. And so I have been asking them uh, for the past three months, uh, uh, what was the point uh, of me serving them and what was really uh, something that they could need in order to develop their businesses. And uh, out of, uh, we are almost uh, 2,500 people in the community. And out of, uh, um, of all of them, I could, I could talk to 300 women and they told me, let's say 75% of them, maybe a little bit more, maybe 80%, they told me uh, that, they, um, that they needed to know how to get qualified leads. Mm-hmm. And so uh, the other two questions that I asked them uh, uh, is uh, if they needed help, uh, if they needed help uh, with growing their Facebook group, and if they needed help uh, with uh, um, uh, accelerating to six figures. But not all of them are already in the position uh, to think about accelerating to six figures, so they might need something different. But wh- whether you are already there or not, or uh, whether you are doing already, you know, um, uh, the six figures or whatever, mm-hmm. getting leads uh, is at the end of the day, the fuel, you know, leads are the fuel that become clients. So, I mean, um, it's, it's, it's how things work, you know. And, uh, um, and so uh, we created uh, this amazing course, it is a standalone course uh, and uh, uh, it is called Get Qualified Leads Now. So mm-hmm. it is very, very <laughs> straightforward. I like fanciness. 
inside <laughs> of the course, but not uh, not outside. Uh, outside, I really like to say things uh, as they are. So for instance, we have another <laughs> another digital product that is called uh, Your Fabulous Niche. And it is what, what do you think could be about finding your niche, okay? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And then uh, we have another one that is called uh, Powerful Abundance Activator. What is it? It's an activator for abundance. So uh, it's very easy. Yeah. <laughs> Straight to the <laughs> so point. We, yeah, absolutely. So uh, then the juice uh, is inside, of course. And then mm -hmm. uh, so uh, we created uh, this amazing course. Uh, it's a video course. And uh, um, and so it has a videos, uh, uh, it has step-by-step uh, uh, -step guides, uh, it has cheat sheets, uh, it has PDFs, uh, it has uh, you know, all the things that you might need. Uh, and uh, um, we are launching it right now. Well, <laughs> at, um, uh, after, after tomorrow will be the last day. Uh, uh, and the, the launch went uh, very, very well. We are so happy. We had an amazing month. Mm -hmm. And uh, um, so, yes, we are super happy for that. I hope it, it can become soon, maybe in a, in a couple of months. I hope it can become uh, uh, more of, a, you know, um, a group coaching uh, thing where I can also put some uh, of my um, expertise, uh, um, in-person expertise, uh, and not just the standalone course, but even the standalone course uh, is self-sufficient. So it is just amazing as it is. Well, I'm so excited for you. And it's just, I love all the courses that you do have, but the one, the standalone one itself, just getting qualified leads, because I know a lot of people struggle with getting clients from what I've heard, especially in the beginning, maybe not in the midst of it. And once you get the hang of it, but I think it's just being able to identify your niche and then being able to get those leads that are going to be, you're going to be able to serve as well. So I'm so glad you created this and I'm so excited to see this expand and become a group coaching program and so much more to come as well. And just so talking about clients in particular, I would love to know just one or two client success stories, if you could share with us. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so the first one that comes to mind, uh, uh, she is a, um, a coach as well, same as me, and she's a, a focus coach. So she is focused on helping people <laughs> gain focus and momentum. And uh, when we started working together, uh, she was in a place uh, where she was actually uh, not getting clients. Uh, and she was you know, kind of discouraged also because uh, she um, she had so many ideas uh, and she she is a, a gorgeous person and very resourceful as well um, with a very, very um, bright uh, intelligence and uh, uh, smart. And so she really, really wanted uh, to uh, to get to the point that she could have, you know, the famous consistent flow of clients. And so um, what we did together was uh, to, uh, we, pre we probably worked 90% uh, uh, just on her mindset. We, mm. we didn't do uh, uh, much in terms of energy. Again, this depends because sometimes uh, there are people who are a little bit, um, you know, uh, not so skilled with this strategy thing uh, or, uh, um yeah but but she she had this uh, already and so uh we 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 came to the point where she was uh, um, when we stopped working together she was making uh 8k a month and she was super happy because of that and so i recently talked to her and she is um 
over 10. So she is uh, super happy. And, and, and so, yeah, the thing that we did uh, was that uh, uh, we were seeing each other um, once every two weeks and uh, we were working on what, what was going on. And so, um, yeah, and so when you are, I mean, when you're working with the right person, uh, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not that kind of coach who tells everyone uh, that you have to have a coach or that you have to have a mentor. Uh, I know that it could be stupid or silly uh, on my side <laughs> not to advise on that. But I, I think that uh, everyone uh, should choose uh, whatever they want. Uh, and uh, the only thing is that if you do not seek for uh, advice, uh, you just take, uh, it, it just takes longer. And if, if it takes too long, you might lose momentum. Uh, you might have to deal with a very expensive uh, hobby and not a business. Uh, you might also get to the point that you lose a uh, self-confidence and this is very very bad this is the worst that can happen so I would advise people to get uh, to have to get a helper to have a coach to have a mentor to be in a community whatever they want um, to have an accountability body whatever uh, you know but uh, I, I strongly suggest people to to have that uh, if they do not want it's totally fine they they can they can do whatever and they can be successful just success could take a little bit longer so I prefer uh, to accelerate things uh, in an organic way than just you know to um, to go against the wall and then against another wall and then against the furniture and so on and so forth but anyway. <laughs> And uh, um, another success story uh, is a guy, uh, he's super young. Uh, when we started working together um, a year ago, a year and a half ago, he was 22 years old and he was, wow, it was, he is probably the, the, the youngest client that I have ever had. Mm-hmm. And I was so impressed by his, uh, uh, his vision and uh, also his openness uh, in uh, listening to himself and uh, to uh, to let go of what was getting in the way mm-hmm. and um, I think that is this is also because uh, he's so young and uh, he he was uh, really trusting himself uh, the process the choice of choosing me and uh, all the things that, that we have done together. Mm-hmm. And uh, again, probably with him, uh, I did uh, probably uh, 75% of time uh, mindset and the rest uh, was strategy. And uh, he's uh, um, a marketing specialist. Mm-hmm. So uh, it, it was amazing. In six months, uh, uh, he went to 10K and uh, his doing so so well so so well he's having an amazing success then he moved abroad uh, he he is from italy then he moved he moved abroad uh, because you know he really wanted to expand uh, his lifestyle so yes it was very very beautiful to work with both of them yeah And I'm sure you have so many more of those stories. And I just appreciate you sharing both of those. And I really I love what you said, too, about the when you were talking about the first client that just getting support, asking for help, because I know like when your first business, you guys did not ask for help. And that was a struggle. But being able to learn from that and grow from that, because I do think it will take you a little bit longer. You don't have to get help 
but there is so much truth in that. It will take you longer. You can be successful, yes, but it will take you longer. There'll be more hurdles versus hiring somebody who's an expert or having a mentor or just reading or being part of a community that's going to help you continue to grow. Because that's what it's about if you want to scale and grow a business. Yeah, absolutely. Because, of course, uh, nowadays we have everything we want on YouTube, uh, on uh, uh, everywhere on Internet. But how long does it take to find exactly what you are looking for that is exactly um, nailed for your specific situation? Yeah. Uh, and I mean, uh, being entrepreneurs uh, means that uh, uh, we have to um, believe uh, in ourselves first and foremost. Okay. Mm-hmm. So if we are not believing that we can do it and that asking for help uh, will accelerate uh, anything that is going on. Uh, mm-hmm. It can be really, really stressful at some point. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I, I've been there. I didn't ask for help for a while and it, it took me a lot longer than I wanted. So living proof. <laughs> but I would love to know what are maybe your top two or three tips for entrepreneurs on this journey? I know you've already given so much value and insight, but if you could just pick out like two or three. Uh, I think that I would go back to the questions. So to ask powerful questions, uh, this is a skill that you can learn. You can easily learn this skill. So I come coming from the coaching world, of course, uh, uh, learning how to ask powerful questions inside uh, the uh, the coaching session, the coaching environment uh, is one thing, but learning how to ask powerful questions uh, per se is something that you can learn in two hours. So it is something that you can learn very easily. And uh, um, this is the first thing that I would suggest everyone to 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 remember that uh, uh, that we are uh, people. We are beings uh, uh, who uh, ask questions every time. And the quality of the questions that we ask ourselves uh, uh, makes the, the, com- the, the complete difference uh, in the outcome that we will have. So this is something that we absolutely have to keep in mind and not just because we are entrepreneurs, but for everything in our life, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so this is the first one. Uh, the second one is to have uh, uh, a community, a tribe, uh, someone you can relate to, someone uh, you can talk to, someone uh, who can you can <laughs> you can cry on the shoulder, uh, someone uh, who can who can uh, you know who can mirror you and can tell you what are you doing? Are you sure you you are going the right way here? Or yeah, <laughs> it's <amazing>. so. <laughs> You absolutely have to have that because especially for service-based entrepreneurs, especially now that we are so much online, uh, the loneliness uh, is a true thing. It's it's not, you know, something that it's something that happens to our neighbors. No, 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 no. Uh, It happens to us as well. Okay. And the third thing uh, I would say to be kind to ourselves. (laughs) Mm-hmm. And uh, to in order to do that, uh, uh, I would remind everyone to put yourself first. <laughs> put yourself first, because uh, uh, again, if you forget about yourself, uh, if you do not give yourself permission to be kind to yourself, uh, mm-hmm. 
at the end of the day, uh, when, especially when you are still a small business, uh, especially, especially a service-based business, uh, um, your business is the projection of who you are. And so if you are not happy, if you are not uh, engaged with things uh, that are going on, uh, this uh, goes uh, out. And energetically, you are not attracting the best that you could uh, if you were, you know, on a different uh, frequency, I would say. So uh, of more joy, of more enthusiasm, uh, uh, making projects. This is the kind of abundance. This is the kind of energy that we would like to be. I'm not saying always because this is humanly impossible. <laughs> you know, uh, it's a target. <laughs> this is the target. And I, I love all of those tips because I think they're all so powerful in their own right. And starting with the questions, being able to ask yourself those questions, your business, those questions really reframe that reframed it for me completely. It's like I told you earlier, I was like, I learned something from everybody. And I think that's like the key aspect, but also having a community because you're right. It can be very lonely on this journey and understanding people in your corner, whether you want to hear something or not. Sometimes you don't, if you're like me, I sometimes have to let it sit and simmer for a minute before I'm like, okay, you're right. <laughs> um, but having people that really want to see you do well and thrive and be successful. And then also just being kind to yourself because I always say, put yourself at the top of the priority list, because if you don't have your health, you can't do all these incredible things that you want to do, but it's really taking care of you first. So you have more to give. Um, but those were all just so beautifully put. And I appreciate you coming on today. Where can people find you, use your services, everything that you're doing and also knowing where to find the course, but I'll link everything below. But if you could let us know. Thank you. Yes, I have a, a website. And uh, it is my name and surname, so luisaferrario.com. And uh, there you can find uh, all the ways that you can work with me uh, and all the free resources that are amazing. And then uh, you can find me online. I am uh, on LinkedIn and uh, I am on Facebook. And the community is called Wealthier Women Entrepreneurs. It is also open to men. Uh, the important thing uh, is that... Uh, the vibe that we keep in the community uh, is, you know, very high energy. So this is the only thing that I really, really uh, ask uh, to people who join the community because I wanted to create a space uh, that is, you know, a magic place where people can go and hang out with other people and can find help, uh, can also promote their services because promo is free. But uh, yeah, but I, I want a, a quality place. Yeah. Yes, quality is key. But thank you for this enlightening conversation and just sharing your beautiful journey with us, how you got here today. It's been such a pleasure having you on and just getting the insights from you because I feel like there was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we covered so many things. Thank you so much for having me and ciao, everybody. <laughs> Absolutely. Make sure to like, subscribe, comment below. What was the biggest takeaway from Lisa today? I'm sure she would love to see that comment and we will see you on the next episode.